Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovacs, and Mishnah Yomi is continuing in Chapter 5 of Sukkah at Mishnah Dalet. Now, so far we've discussed the preparations for the Simchat Beit Shoeva, the mechitza they would make between the men and the women for the celebration, and the preparation of the giant menorot with the copious oil. Now, in Mishnah Dalet, we get to the actual celebration. Hasidim, you know, the, the Hasids, Ba'anshe Ma'aseh, and men of great deeds. We were talking about the Tzadikim, the Gedolei Ador, the Rosh Yeshivot. Hayum Lifnehem. They would dance in front of them. Be'avukot shel or shebidehem. With torches of fire in their hands. Now, a couple of great points here. The Tzadikim and the Gedolim were the ones dancing. And the uneducated people, the Amaya Aretz, regular people, were not dancing. And there are two complementary reasons for this. The first is the Nisu Chamayim. We're celebrating the water libation. This is a halacha lemoshe misinai. It's not explicit in the Torah, but it's passed down through our misura, And it's hinted to with a remez in the Pasuk and a drasha of Chazal. So it, it's a celebration of the power of misura. And the tzaddikim, the gedolei ador, the rosh yeshiva, the teachers, the rebbeim, they're the ones who are taking and passing down and spreading the Mesura. So beautiful. Also, if someone's really not educated and they're, they're dancing and they're singing and, and I'm not saying there was drinking, but maybe somebody would drink at such an occasion, they might get carried away and they might take it too far. But people who are really Hasidim Anshe Maise, they're not going to go too far even though they're indulging in, in a wonderful celebration. And also, the torches, they weren't just holding torches. The Gemara says they were juggling torches and doing all sorts of tricks and acrobatics and amazing things during their dancing. Now, this is not to say that people who were not the Rosh Yeshiva weren't dancing at all. The practice we have at modern simchas and weddings of walking in a line is not halachically dancing. The Gemara says dancing is something where one leg is coming up, and then before the first leg hits meets the ground again, the second leg is already coming up. It's some sort of advanced... You know, some sort of something more advanced than walking in a line. The Omrim Lifnehem, and they were singing in front of them, Divrei Shirot Vatishpachot, words of song and praise. They're praising Hashem, and, and the Rabbi Nur brings from the Gemara, amazing thing that um, the Zikanim, you know, the, the Tzadikim, the Zikanim were saying, Ashrei uh, Dutenu, it, it's fortunate in our youth that it didn't embarrass us in our old age. Like They're saying we didn't do anything wrong in our youth. We were in yeshiva, we were in kolel, we weren't wasting time, and so now we're very proud of everything we've accomplished. And other people would say, fortunate is our old age that is atoning for our youth, meaning, okay, when we were young, we maybe had some indiscretions, maybe weren't so uh, so careful in all areas of halacha, but now that we're older and wiser and educated and we're keeping halacha, then then we're, we're equal. We, we have also this benefit. And then all of them would join together, and they'd say, Ashrei Mishalohota, it's great if you didn't make a mistake, but if you made a mistake, you do tshuva, and that's also great. And it's a celebration, again, that the Mizbeach, which is a tool, uh, a device for bringing kapara, bringing atonement, and bringing closeness between Hashem and His people, it's a celebration of the power that Hashem has given us to use the Mizbeach and the Chagim and the Temple to achieve closeness and atonement. The Mishnah goes on, Halavim, Bekinor, Halavim would bring out the Kinor, which is a, a type of harp or a proto-guitar type instrument, with the volume, a lyre, which is the classical harp that we know of, uh, the cymbals, the trumpets that Moshe Reynu is famous for making, and all other musical instruments, below Mispar, without number. Now this parak was called Khalil, which is a flute, because the flute could be heard as like a solo instrument, 
above some of the other instruments, but they everyone was playing. And if you could play an instrument, you were playing. If you could sing, you were singing. Al Malo, they were situated, the, you know, the music, the band was on the 15 steps, Hayordot Ezra Yisrael, Ezra Nashim, that go between the Ezra Yisrael, the Yisrael courtyard, which is in the, the Azara, the proper courtyard with the altar. And there's 15 steps from that gate. It's Shar Nikonor is the main gate from that Ezra Yisrael, the Azara, down to the Ezra Nashim. So there's 15 big steps. It's like a big semicircle arrangement. So that's where they were. Keneged Hamisha, Sarshir Malot, Shabbat these 15 steps are connected the 15 Shir Hamalot in Tehillim. Shalehem Levim Omdim Bekle Shir. Here the Levim were situated with their musical instruments, and singing their songs, doing the music. And there were two Kohanim situated by the upper gate. Shayurid Me'ezrot Yisrael, Ezrot Nashim. This gate again, the Shar Nikonor, that goes from Ezrot Yisrael, the Azara, to Ezrot Nashim. And they had two trumpets. Kara Gever, when the announcer would call out to them, Taka Vriva Taka, they do Takiya, Trua Takiya. Hagil Lamala Asirit, when they got to the tenth step, Taka Vriva Taka, they go again, Takiya, Trua Takiya. Hugil La Azara, when they got down to the floor of the Azara, the, the ground level, Taka Vriva Taka, they do Takiya, Trua Takiya again, Hayutokin Vahochin, and they would be blowing and going. Ad Shemagin, Lashar Yotzi Mizrach, until they go to the, the, the gate that is the east exit of the gate of Ezra's Nashim. Um, so at this point, they would turn their faces back to the west. So now they're facing Shar Nikonor, they're facing the Azara and the temple itself, the Amru. And they would declare, We had ancestors in this place. They turned their backs to the Hechol Hashem, and they faced the east. And they're actually bowing to the sun. And this is an unfortunate incident in Jewish history. Towards the end of the First Temple era, there were some Jews who even in the Temple of Hashem itself used to bow down to the sun. And it sounds like they were going to the Temple and, you know, bringing a carbon. And to be on the safe side, they were also bowing down to the sun. Uh, the Gemara and probably the Mepharshim on, on Yechezkel chapter 8, they point out that it's not bad enough they were bowing to the sun. Also, their, their achareihem was to the temple. Their behind was to the temple. They were very, behaved in a disgusting manner towards the temple. The Anu, but us, who are celebrating Hashem in the temple, leka einenu, our eyes are towards Hashem. Abiyuda Omer, hayushonim, they would repeat it. Omerim, Anu, leka, leka einenu. We are, 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 are thanking and acknowledging Hashem for the Mizbeach, the Nisuchamayim, and everything, the holiday, and our, and, we are acknowledging Hashem, and to Hashem are our eyes. So now Mishnahe, on the subject of blowing the trumpet in the celebration, they go on to discuss blowing the trumpet in the temple, which is used, as we'll see, as a signal. Uh, sorry, no less than 21 trumpet tkiot in the Mikdash, and never more than 48. Farshim point out that it could be on an Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach, there could technically be more than 48. But let's just stick with the mission of Bechol Yom, Hayu, Sham, Esrim, Mikdash. Every day there are at least 21. Shalosh, the Figat Sharim, three for the opening of the gates in the morning. Taisha, Letamin, Shal Shachar, nine during the service of the morning offering, the morning uh, daily offering. Taisha, Letamin, Shal Benarbaim, and nine more during the afternoon offering. So 21. Uva Musafin, and a day where there's a Musaf, like Shabbat and Rosh Hodesh. Hayim Musifim od Teisha. There's another nine for the Musaf offering. Over Erev Shabbat, on Friday, Hayim Musifim od Sheish. There's six more. Shalush lahat bila amim locha. 
Uh, three, to tell people it's time to stop work and start going home. Shalosh Lahavdil Ben Kodesh Lachol. And three more uh, to s- signal the start of Shabbat. Obviously, they'd blow the tequila right before Shabbat, like a minute before, to say, hey, it's Shabbat now, no more Malacha. Erev Shabbat Shabbat Ochachag, Erev Shabbat that was during the Sukkot. Hayusham Arbaim Mishmoni, there was 48. Shalosh Pitekha Sha'arim, three at the opening of the gates. Shalosh the Shar Elyon, three for the upper gate when they'd go down to draw the water. Shalosh the Shar Tachton, and three for the lower gate leading out of the temple to get the water. Shalosh Le Mlui Mayim, and three more when they're filling the golden flask for the Nisuch Mayim. Shalosh Algebe Mizbeach, three more when they're putting the Aravot, leaning the Aravot on the Mizbeach. And then nine for the morning continual offering. Nine more for the afternoon tamid. Nine for the musaf offerings. And again, it's Erev Shabbos, so three to stop people from working. And the last three to say Shabbos is here. And be well.